Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Hashimoto's Roadmap Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist, and I'm an expert when it comes to Hashimoto's and PCOS, not only because I've dedicated my career and my education to understanding female hormones and metabolism from a nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle perspective, but because I also live with Hashimoto's and PCOS. And today's episode, we're going to dive into a really important topic when it comes to actually getting results. And that is understanding the difference between consistency and perfectionism and finding that gray area in between. This is a really important topic because it's something that not only held myself back from getting results, but has held so many of my clients back. And so I want to, to deepen your understanding of how you can actually navigate the gray area and break down how difficult that actually is for our human brain and what a practice it can be in order for you to move forward. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that my six-week coaching program, the Hashimoto's Lifestyle Roadmap, is now open for enrollment, and we start on September 25th. This will likely be the last time that we open enrollment in 2023. So if you are ready to have a deeper understanding of your condition and how you can actually use your nutrition, use your lifestyle, and use your fitness to actually start to see re results, to increase your energy, decrease the brain fog, yes, lose stubborn weight, um, get rid of those joint aches and those muscle pains, the mood swings, the depression, all of these things that are really controlling your life at this point to actually taking the reins back and moving from a place of surviving to actually thriving. You can head to updogwellnessandfitness.com slash lifestyle roadmap. I will definitely link that in the show notes to join us again. Enrollment is open now. We will hold enrollment through September the 25th and our very first call will be on September 26th. Again, this is a six-week coaching program for women who want to have a deeper understanding of Hashimoto's, how it is impacting their lives and where you can actually take control back. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Are you trying to be consistent or are you trying to be perfect? Because one of those is keeping you stuck no matter what your goals are, no matter if you have Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, PCOS, or what is going on in your life. This is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist, and I created this podcast to provide you with evidence-based information on nutrition, fitness, mindset, all things Hashimoto's and PCOS, and of course, living a life as a woman and mother. So I shared on Instagram actually a while back this post about consistency versus perfectionism because I was on a discovery call with a potential client who was sharing with me all about her struggles around consistency. And this always happens, right? I did a free coaching week last week in my free Facebook community. You can grab the link in the show notes. If you would like to join in on our free community, we would love to have you in there. But anyway, I did a free coaching session where we did some hot seat style coaching and an individual shared that her biggest struggle was consistency and self-accountability. And so I was able to dive in just like I did a couple of months back on this discovery call about, okay, tell me what consistency looks like for you and let's figure out where the disconnect is. And what it always turns out to be is more often than not, the individual is being consistent. She's just not doing all of the things and she's definitely not doing things what in a way that her brain perceives as 
Perfect. And this is a problem in the fact that perfectionism is always going to keep you stuck. It's always going to hold you hostage and preventing you from getting results, whether you want to increase energy, you want to sleep better, or you want to lose body fat because our brains want to operate in this black or white, all or nothing thinking. And so perfectionism is over here in the all category. And then when we can't be perfect, which we never can, when we can't be perfect, then we just give up, right? We're like, I'm a failure. This doesn't work. We, we jump to the next plan or, um, we join another gym, do another exercise class. And this leaves us on that loop of, I can't get any results. Nothing works for me. There must be something broken in me. And we start to point the finger and, and blame different things when the reality is, is it's just really our brain's protective mechanism, right? protecting us, keeping us safe in this black or white thinking. It's very certain. It's very controlled. And that's how our brain likes to keep us safe. It likes to keep us in this, this window. I talked in these coaching sessions last week about the window of tolerance. And so inside our own window, we're comfortable, we're cozy, we're safe. And in order to change anything, change anything, no matter how positive or how healthy it may be, we have to reach outside of that window. And for most of us, we're trying to stick half of our body outside of that window rather than just like the, the tips of our fingers and our nervous system says, whoa, this is not safe and immediately repels us back. And so we're, I'm creating this visual for you here. So you're falling back into the window and we're falling on our butts and it gets harder to get up every single time. Maybe the first couple of times you fall, you can still reach the windowsill and we're going to pull back up, but it gets harder to get up every single time because you're creating that evidence in your brain that yeah, going outside of this window of tolerance is scary. It's hard. It's not safe. I'm going to stay right here. This is comfortable. And then we get fed up with our own crap again. And we're like, oh, but I don't like living the way I'm living now. I don't, I'm, I'm not in integrity with what I value. I value my health. I value, you know, vibrance, vitality, strength, all of these different things. And I'm not in integrity with that. And that can be really disheartening and it can be really, really discouraging. And so of course our brains are like, I know what the answer is. It's to go back into this all or nothing extreme. Like, okay, we're going to set ourselves up. We're going to follow through this time. We're going to be perfect. And then it doesn't happen. And then we say, well, I struggle with consistency. I struggle with self-accountability. And that's really not it. This one individual who came on to the hot seat last week, when we talked about what consistency looked like, she was sharing that she only works out one day a week. She only works out one day a week and she was struggling to show up to the gym more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was like, okay, let's break down. How are we successful showing up one day a week? How, how long have we been doing that for? And when we unpacked this, she's been doing this for 13 years. And so I said, what about that is not consistent? That sounds crazy and consistent to me. But what that she was making that mean, okay, I've been doing this for 13 years. It's easy. It's easy, right? And so I should be doing all of these other things that are going to push me towards my goal. And she can't do it. And so she's created this story that she's inconsistent. She struggles with self-accountability and she can't follow through and she can't stick with anything. And therefore that's why she's not getting a result. And the reason that she's not getting her results is not because she's not following through with anything. It's that she's actually not looking at where she is following through and unpacking how is this actually happening? How is, how is this creating the follow through? How is this creating consistency? And where can I use this knowledge, this understanding, these tools to create more consistency in other areas? 
you see, when we're stuck in all or nothing thinking, we think, okay, I have to join the gym. I have to clean out my pantry, do this crappy diet, do all of these things. And I need to be consistent with every single one of those things every single day. And going back to that window of tolerance, that's just not possible. And the answer is to not do nothing <laughs> because that's also in the nothing that now we're in the nothing camp. The answer is to do one small thing at a time. The answer is to find what is most tolerable that we're not already doing and to do that and to do it again until you've been doing it kind of like going to the gym one day a week for 13 years and you don't even recognize where you're being successful, where you're winning. The common theme between most of my clients when they come to work with me is that they, they all say the same thing. I need accountability. I need consistency. And in 10 years of being a coach, I don't think that that's been true for any single person. They all have areas of their life where they're consistent, where they're trustworthy, where they're accountable. And so it's not about consistency or accountability at all. It's actually about just continuing to show up for yourself. I actually, you know, talked about keeping promises to yourself in my podcast episode a couple of weeks ago. I'll link that in the show notes. We're just kind of building off of that because it continues to, to show up in the conversations that I'm having and the coaching scenarios that I'm having is that we think it's this, but what it actually is, if you were to say, okay, are you consistent in preparing meals for your children? Are you consistent in feeding your dog? Yeah. Okay. You're a consistent person. Are you accountable to your family? Are you accountable to friends? Are you accountable to your boss? Yeah. Okay. You're an accountable person. But when we reframe it and say what you actually are struggling with is building trust with yourself is keeping promises to yourself. And that becomes a much tougher pill to swallow, right? Because if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're you're seeking a different outcome or you're at least, you know, going down the personal development path. And so I'd be willing to bet that there's a certain quality that you possess. And one of those is being a trustworthy individual for your friends, for your family, for your coworkers. I'd be willing to bet that if I asked you, hey, are you a trustworthy individual? You would say yes. But then if I asked you what you're struggling with when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to, you know, really breaking down your Hashimoto's and PCOS in order for you to get results, you would say, I'm not consistent. I need accountability, not motivated. But what I would love for you to do is look in the mirror and say, I'm not trustworthy when it comes to myself. Because that stings a little bit. It's easy to, we don't attach, attach emotion, emotion to consistency or accountability, right? Like I'm not consistent with this. I'm not accountability. Oh, well, tomorrow's a new day. Monday's a new day. I'll start after the holidays. January 1st is around the corner. But when we say, I told myself I was going to do something. I can't trust myself to follow through on my promises. That's a different conversation. Would you tell your child that you were going to do something for them and not do it. So many of my clients will tell me that they can't do X, Y, and Z. And I say, hey, how often do you walk your dog? Oh, rain or shine, the dog needs a walk. What about you? What do you need? 
And so I want to recognize where your brain's going here. So you're like, okay, now I understand. I'm going to keep these promises. And now you're going to make this long list of everything that you need to do every single day for your self-care and to get results. And that's not it either. I've shared on the podcast and I definitely shared on social media, but it's been a while when I was really early in my postpartum days. The one thing that I did for myself every single day, regardless of how crappy the night was, how tired I was, is I got up and I washed my face. And for a lot of you guys, you're listening to that and you're like, what does that have to do with anything? It made me feel better. It made me feel better. And it was one commitment that I would keep. I started just like so many people. I was like, oh, I can't get wait to get back into my nutrition. I can't wait to get back into a workout routine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it kept never happening. And I want to acknowledge the fact that you may have life circumstances that can get in, in the way of certain things, but this is where we get out of the all or nothing. There's always a continuum. When we live in the gray area, which is scary as hell for your brain and it hates it. When we live in this gray area where it doesn't have to be perfect, we can find this middle ground in order in the, in the name of consistency in order to be consistent in order to keep promises to ourselves in order to build that trust with ourselves that's a different conversation and so for me getting up and washing my face every single morning was just that little bit of evidence that i could still do things to take care of myself even if i wasn't going to sit down and and have a balanced breakfast i could wash my face and that was me saying yes you can still take care of yourself I may not get a 30 minute workout in, but sometimes I might get a five minute workout in. And that's me saying, yes, you can still do hard things. You're tired. You don't want to do this, but you can still do hard things. Perfection and consistency are opposite of each other. Perfection will keep you stuck. Perfectionism will, I think I messed up the words there. Do you know what I'm saying? Perfectionism will keep you struggling, will keep you starting over, will keep you spending your time, your energy, and your money looking for the perfect plan and the perfect strategy that fits into your lifestyle so that you can keep going. Because your brain says, if I find the perfect thing, if I find the right thing, then I won't quit. Your method matters to get to your result. I want to be clear about that. But what matters more than the method, the strategy, the protocol is your ability to keep promises to yourself and show up for yourself, period. I have a graveyard. I still like I'm emotionally attached to these things. I have a graveyard of supplements in my cabinet that I have purchased throughout the years and thought, oh, this is going to improve my life. This is going to do X, Y, and Z. But guess what? They never worked because I never finished a bottle. And this is true for so many clients that come to work with me. I have Hashimoto's, I have PCOS, and I've done X, Y, and Z. How many of those things have you finished? None. Now, again, I want to be clear. I don't want you to go out and do a 75-day hard or a crappy restrictive diet or some of these things, but I want you to check in with, is it your method? Is it your protocol? Or is it your ability to move out of perfectionism and into consistency by finding the gray area? Now, there may not be a gray area. You either took your supplement or you didn't. But the point is, and following through with your commitments to yourself, being trustworthy to yourself, keeping promises to yourself. And it's really, really hard to look in the mirror and say, I'm not moving forward because of me. Again, your brain does, your brain is hardwired for comfort and pleasure wants to be right, wants to be in control. And so it's like, no, it's this, it's my Hashimoto's, it's my PCOS, it's X, Y, and Z. No, it's not. No, it's not. If you want the results that you say you want, you have to be willing to take that personal responsibility and say, hey, 
What is it really? And again, I want to be clear. Things like Hashimoto's and PCOS, I have both. Those are facts. And while they may make things a little bit different, it just means that we adjust the puzzle. There are so many things outside of having a diagnosis of Hashimoto's, PCOS, menopause, whatever it is, that allow us to move forward, that allow us to heal, get better, to change. For most of these conditions, while yes, there are medications that support things like hypothyroidism, sometimes medications that will support things like insulin issues, they are lifestyle conditions, which means your lifestyle is the problem, but the good news is your lifestyle is also the solution. And so the solution doesn't lie in you trying to be perfect by sticking to this plan that you're like, if I can just white knuckle it through the next eight weeks, the next 12 weeks, the next four weeks, whatever it is, then I can get back to it and take a sigh of relief. This leaves you waiting for perfect timing when the vacation's over, when the holidays are over, birthday is over, January 1st, whatever that looks like. That's all or nothing, black or white. Perfect. It has to be perfect. Conditions have to be perfect. Environment has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. But when you approach it by understanding your lifestyle as a solution, what does that look like? That means that you're actually living it in the process. You're turning over this rock and this rock, making small changes, refinement, failing. Listen, if you don't want to fail at this, please don't start (laughs) because every single one of us is going to fail at something. And that's how we learn. That's a part of an evidence-based practice, right? We take research and lived experience. And part of a lived experience is failing and figuring out what doesn't work so we can refine it and find out what does. And that is a part of building a lifestyle. And so if you say you want more energy, you want the brain fog gone, you want the weight gone, you want to stop gaining weight, you want to sleep better, you want your cycle back, all of these things, you have to be willing to look at things differently. You have to be willing to look at things in in the gray area. You have to get out of all or nothing. You have to get out of perfectionism. And you also have to recognize where you're already doing the things that you want to do. For so many of my clients, my the average client signs on to work with me for six months. My most successful clients stay with me for 12 plus months. And every single time, the most, everyone thinks that they sign on to work with me and I'm going to give them this perfect Hashimoto's or PCOS plan. And we're going to do all these things and blah, blah, blah. But it's 90% of just helping them manage their mind. Yes. I make nutrition tweaks. Yes. I help them with their fitness. Yes. I help them with, with supplements, lab work, all these different things. But the main thing is managing their mind because they get to, they, they get in the, the sludge of like, Oh, this is slow. This is painful. And I have to remind them, okay, is this more painful than starting over, stopping and and doing all of those things? No. Okay. We keep going. We keep going. And then they'll get to some point and they'll be like, oh, what happened? I recently was chatting with a one-on-one client. She was just so frustrated. She's like, progress is so slow. I'm not getting there fast enough and all of these things. And we'd had so many mindset and, and conversations around reframing what was actually true. And she recently went to her doctor's appointment and she was like, I've lost 15 pounds in the last four months. And she's been plateaued for years. And well, she was apologizing. She's like, I can't believe how much I've complained about how slow. And she's like, that seems like, like really good progress. Yeah, it does. But when we're in it, it just feels like it's not coming fast enough. And we want things quick. We want things immediately. 
But again, it's in the gray area. The change is actually happening in the suck. The change is actually happening when it looks like no change is happening. Yes, the decisions and the choices that you make today directly impact your results, but you're not going to see the result of those decisions until three months, four months, five months, six months, maybe a year down the road. And so breaking up with this perfectionism, this all or nothing allows you to just be in it, to be in the gray, to be in the muck, to be in the discomfort, to reach a little bit further out of that window of tolerance each and every time without having to fall back in on your butt. But that's scary. It's not certain. Here's the funny thing. Our brains like to take us back to things that we've done before us, why we always want to go back to crappy diets and, and, and crappy things that we know, we logically know didn't work because it can foreshadow. It's like, okay, this is what we did. This was the outcome. Uh, this is predictable. I know that. But the reality is, is every single day things, things change and our brain doesn't know what's going to happen. In, in the next day, but it likes to grip onto things in the past because that that's what's certain. And so every time we try to, you know, manipulate our lifestyle or make these changes and things like that, our brain's like, we're not going to do that because we don't know the outcome. And so that's why it's so important to find this little tolerable piece and then reach out just a little bit further each time of that window so that it doesn't become too uncomfortable to bear. It's just like dipping your toes into like cold water, right? Um, you know, so, some of you guys have, have talked to me in messages about cold plunges and things like that. It's like, you don't just jump in. Maybe some of you do, but that's really intolerable. It's dipping your, your, your toes in and, and filling things out and letting your body adjust. It's the same with changing anything. But for this individual that I, I was coaching, she was trying to make this list of all these things that she should be doing. And in her brain, she was inconsistent. She wasn't accountable. But she actually was. And if we can flip the script and say, okay, let's quit looking at all the things that are wrong and start focusing on the things that are right. And that one way that we can level up and improve that, that's how you create a lifestyle that's going to get you not only results, but results that you can sustain. I'd love to know what's resonating here. I would love to know what's coming up for you. As always, um, hit me up on Instagram, Natalie Brooke, Brooks with an E Guevara. I love getting messages from you guys. I uh, will drop the link to our free Facebook community in the show notes. You can join us there. I do live trainings in there every single week. Would love to have you in there. If you have a moment, if you would leave a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast, that just helps the podcast become more accessible to more people so that people can find the free content that I am putting out. You can always find more about me, my coaching opportunities at updogwellnessandfitness.com. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode was helpful, I would love it if you would share it with, with friends, with family, with someone else who would find benefit from the show. You can take a screenshot. And if you do, make sure you tag me on Instagram. You can find me at Natalie Brooke. Brooke is with an E Guevara. I have that link in the show notes, as well as learn more about my coaching opportunities, more about me at updogwellnessandfitness.com. If you have a few moments, if you could take a moment to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that just helps the show show up a little bit higher in searches so that more people can find this content. Again, I want to remind you that the Hashimoto's Lifestyle Roadmap, my six-week signature coaching program that helps women just like you gain a deeper understanding of your condition, your symptoms, your triggers, and how you can 
can actually use that knowledge to begin reversing your debilitating fatigue, the brain fog, the bloat, the mood swings, all of the things to actually reversing autoimmunity and moving to a place where you can thrive. Enrollment is open through September the 25th. We begin on the 26th. You can learn more about this coaching program at updogwellnessandfitness.com slash lifestyle roadmap. And I definitely have that link for you in the show notes as well. And as always, if you enjoy the content here, I deliver free trainings in my free Facebook community, the Hashimoto's and PCOS lifestyle roadmap on Facebook, linked in the show notes as well. You can join us there for more content. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you again next week.